This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Welcome, friend, to our weekly garden party. We hope you brought along your questions because it's time to dish the dirt. On The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin, exclusively on Zoomer Radio. Well, this is the sous chef of the garden, Frank Proctor, as I look to my left. And, uh, my God, Charlie, how you've changed. Uh, it's Dennis Lanigan from Landscape Ontario. How are you doing, Dennis? I'm just fabulous, Frank. Great to see you again. Well, nice to see you. We'll get to the gardening stuff in just a flash here. Yeah. But I've got to read you. I, this arrived in, in my on my phone Uh-oh. about, what, 15 minutes ago from, from Charlie. She's in the Dominican Republic. She says, hi, lovey. Not trying to make you jealous or anything, but I've just finished a wonderful breakfast under the palm trees here in Dominican Republic. 27 degrees, a few clouds, and a breeze off the ocean is keeping us cool. Hope you're not underwater there. Oh, almost time for a pina colada and a swim. See you next week. Oh, no. (laughs) So we wrote her back. Dennis and I are appalled that you would send us such a nasty note. However, as long as you're there, have one for us. What a <laughs> cheeky woman. Oh, you got it. I'm going to drive, drive by her garden on the way home and prune all her, <laughs> prune all her trees for Ooh, that, good, <laughs> good move, good move. Well, let me get the phone numbers on the air for folks out there who want to get their questions answered today instead of Charlie, of course, is uh, Dennis Flanagan from Landscape Ontario. Here's the number for Toronto area listeners, 416 416- Three six zero zero seven forty, and then anywhere in the province, toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. If you're a first time caller, uh, please let Sebastian know. And when you get to the airwaves, uh, there you go. I'll welcome you with your garden wings. And oh yes, um, call early, call often. One question per call. Now, as is uh, Charlie's usual, won't is to read a few announcements. You got anything for us, sir, Dennis? I have. Charlie actually left me a few, and uh, boy, it's May and it's Mother's Day. It's a busy, Ah, busy time in the horticultural world. The the Ontario Rock Garden and Hardy Plant Society, they've got their annual super plant sale on May the 7th at the Toronto Botanical Gardens. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Aging Court Garden Club, you can go there on May the 8th and learn all you want to know about entering a flower show. Uh, the Georgetown Hort Society and Plant Sale and Silent Auction on Friday, May 12th um, at the Community Centre on 8th Line in Georgetown. And going down to lovely Niagara-on-the-Lake, their Horticultural Society uh, has having their annual plant sale on Saturday, May the 13th. So what a busy, busy month coming up. Exactly, my friend. Okay, we're going to return in just a couple of moments with Dennis answering uh, the questions offered up by our listeners. And... Actually, we're uh, going to be going to uh, St. Catherine's first off the bat in just a couple of moments to say hi to Mary after these words here on The Garden Show from Zoomer Radio. Don't change stations just because the weather changes. Garden tips and advice all year round. This is The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin, exclusively on Zoomer Radio. 
Well, let's go to the phone lines. Dennis, Dennis Flanagan from uh, Landscape Ontario, which we'll find a little bit more about in a moment. Uh, to St. Catharines to say hi to Mary. Hi, uh, Mary. Welcome to the show. Hello. Um, we have two cedar trees at the front of our house that have got to be about eight, nine feet high. And we're wondering what would happen if we cut them down to four feet. Uh, what would happen? That's a good good question. <laughs> I, I, I would be tempted not to do it all at once, uh, to sort of let it uh, recover. Uh, so I do it over two seasons, I, I, I think. So take it down, say, 15 to 18 inches uh, this year. Okay. Um, and really the time to prune it is in mid-June after it's put a little bit of a flush of new growth on. Okay. Um, and what you're trying to do is, is replicate that pyramid shape. So don't cut a square top. Uh, make sure you're shearing it and, and leaving a, what we call a leader, uh, which is um, a, a spike coming out the top, uh, that you can keep that pointed uh, look to it. So, okay. Yeah, you can do it. Just, uh, you know, a, bit, a, a word of caution and, 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 you know, don't let your partner out there with a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't do that. <laughs> okay. Okay, thank you. Hey, thank you very much, Mary. Okay. All righty. Uh, one of the things that St. Catharines, of course, the Garden City. Yes. Uh, folks can't wait, I'm sure, to get out in the garden. Oh. But not quite conducive weather for that, is it? Not, uh, not this weekend, no, Frank. My no, God. but unless you haven't done your top dressing and your seeding on your lawn, this is this is ideal weather. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Nip out in between between the showers and get some uh, topsoil or top dressing on the lawns. A bit of grass seed, and boy, it, you'll it'll pay dividends in two weeks. Oh, well, there you go. So there's some good yeah. of all this moisture. Now, out to Pickering. Usually first on the line. What kept you up this morning, or Joe? Josephine, were you baking cookies or what? On the couch. <laughs> You're sitting on the couch. Okay. What's uh, what's on your mind? Okay. My daughter had a plant given to her, a calla lily. It's crying. <laughs> it's crying from the leaves and from the flower. And the pot is almost dry. Oh. Now, when you say crying, it means it's going all droopy? No. It's uh, dripping water. Get out of here. So, uh, I've hmm. never heard of this before, so I thought this is a question for you. Yeah, it's a good good question. That's a good one to pass on to Charlie, too. It, it, it is, but she's too busy drinking pina coladas no, this morning. No, she's on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> <That's her. laughs> um, it's a couple of, couple, of, couple of thoughts is uh, it may not be water. It, it may be you may have a bit of an insect on there, um, and that's the secretion from the, the insects. That might be my favorite first sort of clue and if that's the case you're not going to do any harm by taking uh, the lily and put it in a clear plastic bag use some uh, insecticidal soap um, and give it a good dousing so um, if it is an insect problem and you're detecting the residue um, you're certainly not going to do any harm by doing that uh, apart from that, I think you may have a miracle. And <laughs> no, she's if, got the miracle. I've if, got the puzzle. If busloads of people come to your your daughter's place this this weekend to to witness uh, witness things, that's wonderful. No, I, I I I'm guessing it's a secretion. That's what I'm guessing. Well, the funny thing about it is, I had to give her a tray to put underneath it, oh. and she had it on her dining room table. I says, get it off the dining yes. room table, or it's going to spoil. The the top of your table. Yeah. yeah. Mom, it keeps dripping wow. water. Wow. That's, or something. That's, yeah, I think it's sap. Um, uh, sap or secretion. Um, so, I mean, you could volunteer to look after it for her. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't my plans. 
<laughs> the silence was almost <laughs> deafening there. <laughs> Well, okay. That's an interesting question. Yeah. Thank you. Well, wow. there's a question for you. Maybe you can follow it up maybe we, later on. Yeah. When, when uh, Charlie gets back, we'll have a little consultation and see what her thought is on it. Thank, okay, then. Have thanks, a good Josephine. weekend. Yep, Thank you, you, too. Back to your crying plant there, my yes. gosh. Weeping and wailing. 918 here on, uh, on the Garden Show. want to come back in, uh, mm-hmm. after a few messages here to talk about your uh, place of employment, which mm-hmm. is, of course, Landscape Ontario, and we'll find out a bit more about that. Also, of course, looking for more calls. Lines are open now at 416-360-0740, and uh, Dennis Flanagan in for Charlie this week as she's on vacation and will return in just a moment. Fur and feathers and bugs of all size. There's more going on in the garden than you realize. Should small creatures become a big problem, then you've got The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Exclusively on Zoomer Radio. And this morning, pinch hitting for Charlie, it's Dennis Flanagan from Landscape Ontario. I know a little bit about Landscape Ontario. I know it's a non-profit organization, mm-hmm. but maybe mm-hmm. you can fill us in exactly what you do. Yeah, well, it's, it, it is a, a trades association, horticultural mm-hmm. trades association. We have over 2,000 companies that are members across the province, this lovely province. And those are landscape contractors, irrigation companies, garden centers. Um, and so you asked me before the show uh, what we do in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. Um, and we primarily put on educational courses. Um, so our members sign up, they come, uh, they learn uh, practices about pruning, laying uh, bricks, uh, building dry stone walls, you name it. It's uh, you know, about um, uh, over 50 uh, trade courses to, to teach the trade, uh, which is very important. So you know, your mm. listeners, when they're hiring someone, um, should should ask a few questions. Be cautious. Make sure you know they know what they're doing. Number one. Uh, number two. Uh, always check that they've got liability insurance and and WSIB because um, you really want to be dealing. If you're you know landscaping is a very personal thing, mm-hmm. um, but you don't um, you know just because someone comes in with a uh, a spiel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just want to make sure you're dealing with someone uh, that is trained, professional. And has all the right liability insurance. Yeah, not shoveling you a, a whole boatload well, of manure. You got, yeah. You've got to be careful. Okay. <laughs> and uh, maybe your, your website would be a good one for folks to check Thanks, out. Thanks, Frank. Good good reminder. Yeah, landscapeontario.com. You can actually download a form that says, says selecting a landscape contractor. And oh. it gives you some tips to follow. Excellent. Okay. More about uh, Landscape Ontario in moments. First of all, let's go back to our lines here. There's John in Mississauga. Hi, John. How are you doing this morning? Good morning, Frank. Good morning, Dennis. Good morning. Uh, I hear you talking about uh, grassy, Dennis. Yeah. Um, I've done mine. Uh, I did, you know, I mean, I had few patches, especially in the front. Um, and I, I put, I'll be honest with you, I used garden soil. Yeah. Is that a mistake? Um, no, I did Was it bagged garden soil, John? No, or? no, no. It's, the, it, it, you know, I took some, um, some soil from my garden. Yep. Oh, I see. And I I, uh, I put the I put the soil first, and I put the seed, and I raked it on, and I tap it on, yeah. and believe me. And I'm using I tell you what I'm using because it's in front of me. I use CIL Gold Green, uh, Sure Start Extreme. Yep, good for you. Right? Um, so, but, but my friend, there's no uh, I mean nothing is coming up. <laughs> that's, be- that's because that's the temp- that's the temperature. Uh, that's all it is. You know, grass seed needs two things to germinate, and uh-huh. 
that's the right temperature, warmer temperatures and moisture. Well, I think we've got the moisture. The moisture we've got. <laughs> well, we sure do. Yeah. We sure do. <laughs> but, but we need now the, uh, someone to turn the thermostat up a little bit and get, get some heat to that soil. Uh, your question about the garden soil, I, I think you're okay. There's always a bit of a danger. You could be getting some weed, weed seeds in that. So just uh-huh. keep your eye on it. Um, uh-huh. And the quicker the grass grows, the stronger it grows, the thicker it grows, it'll choke out those weeds. So uh, good for you for getting out nice and early in the garden and doing that. Oh, no, um, I've done that a long time ago, Dennis. And, and if I may interrupt you, please, um, my son has uh, quite a few patches, actually, but I haven't done anything yet. But so uh, do you th- I have peat moss mm-hmm. and I have topsoil. I just bought some topsoil yesterday. Yeah. And uh, so if I mix uh, uh, peat moss, topsoil and the seed, which is actually it's seed with um, it's seed with fertilizer. Yeah. What do you think? That's a great idea. I wouldn't put much more than about 20 percent peat moss in there. Oh, okay. uh, peat moss is just, you know, in this instance, just going to be a bit of a filler and lighten up that mix a little. But it, but it's so light uh, that it can, you know, sort of blow away. So 20 percent is, is, is the max. But uh, uh-huh. yeah, good. Good. You got your own sort of little recipe happening there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff, okay, John. Dennis, thank you very much. Thank Thanks, you. Friend. Hey, you bet, John. Have a good day you and too. a good weekend. Bye-bye. OK, buddy. I'm uh, going to be checking in now with Emmy, and you'll have to fill me in, uh, Emmy, where exactly Eden is. <laughs> I'm welcome oh, to the it's show. In, it's in New York, south of Buffalo. Oh, very good. Okay. Okay. My friend has the most beautiful deep purple and white lilacs, and I would like to clone them. How do I go about rooting them? Ooh, uh, so you're, you're, you're dead right on the thing of, of rooting versus trying to collect seed, because there'd be no guarantee you'll get that color. Um, so two ways. There's a there's a sort of an old way of uh, propagating lilacs, and that's called layering. So if you could take one of those branches and and actually bend it down to the soil line, and then you take something like a large um, stone and you weight it down and you put soil over the the top of it. And where the bud is 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 um, so envision this. There's the flower. You want to weight it down to the soil about. Um, 8 to 12 inches back from the flower uh, or the flower bud. And uh, that, that bud that's covered in soil uh, will often produce roots into the soil. You can then go back beyond the roots and cut it off and, and actually produce a new, a new shrub. So that's called layering. That's, that's one uh, way of doing it. Uh, taking cuttings, uh, you, you, you can do. I would probably take uh, what's known as hard, hardwood cuttings in the fall and try to um, propagate them in a pot of sand. So those are the two methods you might want to give a try. And it sounds a lovely plant, so, so certainly worth a try. And, and, and the other third thing that just comes to my head is if you can actually physically divide the plant. Um, so sometimes lilacs will sort of spread at the base and, and using a very sharp shovel to get in, divide the root system. So that might be another way of doing it. Ah, that sounds like the quickest. I just don't want to hurt his plants. It, uh, they surround the whole yard and they're oh. very old and I don't want to hurt anything, but I'd like them before he, yeah. he moves. Oh, <laughs> he's moving. That's the problem. Yeah. Can you not big up, dig up the whole one, the whole oh, plant? Oh, my goodness, they're huge. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, well, dig it up and divide it then. Um, and just make sure you're putting it in a pot, keeping it really well watered, and use a transplant fertilizer. Uh, but the cutting method only works in the fall. Is that what you're Yeah, usually. Yeah, you could try it. You know, there's, there's no I mean, if they're moving, what's, what's the harm? And that, that's called a softwood cutting, and you're doing it uh, this time of year. And no more than five or six inches uh, from the tip of the, the plant, from the tip of the growth. And again, uh, rooting it in sand, uh, very light sand, is, is the best way of trying to root it in a pot. Okay. I'll go to the beach. Thank you so much for taking my call. <laughs> Thank you, Emmy. And, uh, Sounds like Charlie. I don't think you'll have any trouble getting back across that border this morning. Okay. Thanks for calling from uh, New York State. We enjoy having you uh, with us here on Zoomer Radio, AM 740, and, of course, 96.7 FM in downtown Toronto. And uh, sitting in for Charlie today is Dennis Flanagan from Landscape, Ontario. Now, a little trip out to Welland. Uh, Welland, uh, lovely. Spot you're, you're familiar with, I know. Yeah. Here's Jack. Hi, Jack. Good morning. Uh, good morning. I got a question about um, a grape hyacinth. Yes. And that's a bulb, is it? Yes, 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 it is. And and uh, are they flowering right now for you? Yes, it is. Oh, lovely. Yeah. And it's, well, it's flowers. There's a couple of flowers left on it, but the rest of it is tiny, starting to, uh, the leaves are starting to uh, go down yellow. Yes, that's a good thing. Uh, yeah, so grape hyacinths, it's a very tiny bulb, tiny leaves. So after that beautiful uh, purplish-blue flower finishes, that's right. uh, the leaves uh, will start to turn yellow, start to turn brown. That's, that's just nature. Don't pick them off uh, because what that's doing is uh, taking the sunlight, <laughs> if the sunlight ever comes, um, and storing food back into the bulb to ensure that it flowers next year. Oh, okay. So put up with it uh, for a couple of weeks if you can, mm. and they'll just slowly go brown and, and decompose naturally into the soil. But uh, Did I put those outside in the, in the garden? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Oh. I, didn't, I didn't realize that you, you've got them in a pot right now inside. That's right. Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, so, same process. Yes, that's absolutely right. But yes, you should be putting that pot outside. Um, still keep it moist. Let it die down naturally, as, as we described. And then find a nice um, semi-shade spot in the garden to uh, pop that in. It'll go completely dormant uh, and then come up again next year for you. Okay. And then it doesn't... Uh, how about the sun? Does it have to have a lot of sun? No, in fact, they they uh, they do better in, in maybe partial shade, so maybe on the edge of a, a shrub or a tree. Um, that's where I'd put it, and just oh. make sure you don't forget that it's there after you've planted it, and give it give it some water once a week for a month. Oh, all right, very good. Thank you very much. Thank hey, you. Jack, thank you for joining us here on Zoomer Radio, AM seven forty, and as I say, ninety six point seven FM in downtown Toronto. Boy, have you? Tuned into the FM when you're in, in town. Mm-hmm. You, I know you live up in the Stouffville mm-hmm. area, mm-hmm. Dennis. Yeah, I do. And it, it's absolutely amazing. In fact, both of us had questions on our mind coming down the uh, 404 today. Mm, have they closed the yes. bottom part of the, yes. the uh, parkway? Yeah. But, I was going to uh, ask, ask the last caller how high the canal was in Welland. I didn't have a chance well, to. Well, I'll bet you it's got to be up there. Got, got to be up there. Record. Uh, this is really unusual, is yes. it not, this kind it, of yes. wet weather? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's great that the service that you offer on, on the radio here because people that's how they're going to find out the information. That's right. right? Yeah. Where they, they get around town and, and what to look for. Yeah, well, we had no problem with you nor I getting, getting through to the uh, gardener from uh, the Don Valley Parkway. 
Okay, hey, out to King City and say hi to Lou. Welcome to the show, Lou. Hello. Yeah, hello. Yes, uh, good morning, Frank and Dennis. I have an old plum tree going back to the white rose days, <laughs> which it lost its uh, original uh, grafting. <clears throat> but uh, it flowers every year, but uh, there's bears no fruit. Does it uh, kind of lonely, needs a mate, or what? what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> That's an open question, and I'm not even going to let Frank uh, get in on this one. Uh, what What's happened? I, I, I think Lou is is uh, you're right. It, it lost its original graft, which means it's gone back to what we call the wild growth, which is the plant that it was grafted onto. And you're right. Um, unfortunately, uh, it, it, you know you get that beautiful flower, but you're not going to get fruit because uh, it's gone back to the, the original plant. You, you can, instead of a, um, a mate, uh, you can, what you can do is try and find someone else that's got a plum tree that you can take a, a cutting off of and actually take that cutting and graft it back onto your tree and see if you can start a whole brand new plum tree. Um, so if you like to experiment, um, I think that would be uh, kind of a fun, fun thing to do. Sounds like the tree's healthy, so if you can find the, you know, a friend with a, uh, a plum tree that is producing fruit, then taking a cutting and, and uh, doing a little bit of research on budding and grafting, um, uh, have a go. I think that would be fun. Even, even being so old and uh, <clears throat> uh, the... the the tree itself is about uh, at the, uh, about six inches in diameter. Yeah, so it's quite yeah, old. Yeah, so, so yeah, so you're going to have to find you know a tender tender spot at the the top of it where you can put that graft in. Um, but it's possible. Yeah, or go to a local garden center up 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 in your neck of the woods, um, and I'm sure someone someone there will help you out a little bit. Uh, uh, if you if you l use computers, Lou, of course, Google Google is a wonderful thing to to find out uh, information on on grafting and and uh, and budding fruit trees. What, but what is the base, uh, the stock? Uh, what is it? Where does it come from? Is it uh, Canadian stock or? Uh, it's it's probably what's uh, back in the day. That's probably thirty forty years ago. It was probably what they called an East Malling um, understock. Um, and that's just a, um, a wild cherry, usually, um, that they used as the understock, uh, grew it in a nursery for two or three years till it got high enough to actually graft the plum. And why they do that is because uh, normal plums will not survive on their own root system. Um, and so they have to take the cutting, take the graft, and graft it onto something that has a hardier root system. Uh, and and that's that's the history. That's the reasoning behind it. But uh, it's a great great story. And I'd 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 love you to be phoning in uh, two years from now and saying that you're bringing us some fresh fr fresh plums down to the station for us hey, to eat. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be tempted. I might try that. All Thank right. you. Thank you very much, Lou. Yeah, I brought up some interesting stuff there yeah. for us all to ruminate on here as we progress through this Saturday morning. A reminder of the phone lines, uh, several open right now, as a matter of fact, to reach Dennis Flanagan, whose pinch hitting is for, for Charlie, 416-360-0740 in Toronto, anywhere else in the province, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. And Dennis, speaking of pinch hitting, wow, what 
a great game last hey, night for the Blue Jays, huh? Yes. The eight, fi- eight to four win. Beautiful. Woo. Finally, finally, finally. Sh- we got a bit of a winning city here. Well, uh, yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm a big TFC fan, so I, oh, I, yeah, I go yeah. to all their, their, their games and a uh, big soccer fan. So it's nice to see uh, that was an exciting season last year yep. and, and this season. And um, the, the note that I got from Charlie um, um, Frank was it's the uh, – Proctor, Proctor and Flanagan show, which, which sounds like we're lawyers. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh really? Hmm. So the, who, who can I find or <laughs> levy a charge against? Gosh. Well, it certainly wouldn't be Siva. She's a regular caller to our show, and we welcome her living here in Toronto. Hi, Siva. Welcome to the show. Good morning to both of you. Good morning. I, I have a problem. Well, not a problem, but my, my question is, my soil is very rich, and most of my veggies always say sandy soil. What I want to know, can I buy horticultural sand and add to it? Yes, you can. Uh, oh. that's, a, that's a great question, and, and I'm glad you used the word horticultural sand as opposed to play sand, which is what you put in kids' play boxes. Uh, okay. That would just make the situation work. So what, it's called uh, horticultural sand or sharp sand. Okay, um, so S-H-A-R-P? Yeah, and what okay. that's doing is adding a better drainage to your vegetable garden. Okay. Um, so- pretty expensive if you buy it in bags, mm-hmm. so okay. uh, that's one. It depends how big the garden is. If it's a big, big garden, I would try to source out where you could buy it bulk. Yeah, I, 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 it's, it's not, it's, it's a regular garden, I'd say, but I do get a lot of produce from it. Good but, for you. Yeah. Uh, if it were, let's say, six feet long, how, how much sand should I add? Half a bag? How big? Sorry, say that again? If, if the, the, the garden was, let's say, six feet long. Oh, yeah. How much sand should I add? Six, about half of the bag? Yeah, uh, oh. but here's, I had the, had the whole bag, but here's the real secret. Okay. Is you've got to get it down to the roots of the vegetables, right? Yes. So you've got to sort of dig a, dig a little trench dig at one end of the vegetable garden, pour the sand in, um, f- and then go back through the vegetable garden, turn that soil over so, okay. that the, so that the sand is getting down where it's needed, which is around the root system of, of the veggies. Okay, I know um, how to fork, so I'll be able good, to do it. Good for you. And, <laughs> and it's, it's a fine working day out there today for you to get out there. And... Okay, thanks, sir. <laughs> Thank you very much, Siva. Bye-bye. Nice to have you uh, join us here on a Saturday morning, rather cloudy. And uh, they say still some rain, but very kind of drizzly, mm-hmm. you know. The, the majority of the wet weather has gone away. Yeah, Thank I, goodness. I, I kind of like this weather, to be honest. Do you? With really? <laughs> I mean, oh, I, I, grew, I grew up in a country where this is, oh, you know, this is a sunny part, day. Of course. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'm off. I'm Frank. Off in a couple of weeks. I'm uh, taking a trip to the Chelsea Flower Show in London. Oh, uh, excellent! I can't wait. Um, you know, it's the biggest flower show in the world. And and uh, um, hey, maybe I'll phone you guys from That's- there. That would be, a, I was just going to say, is there any you, way you can keep in touch with us? You and That'd Charlie, be terrific. I think, give you a call okay. live from the Chelsea Flower Show. All righty. When we get <laughs> Charlie back from the Dominican Republic, we'll set that up. And we'll be along in moments to say hi to Anne here in Toronto, who has a question about Forsythia or Forsythia. Uh, in any case, uh, whatever the right pronunciation, Dennis will know, and we'll let him deal with that right after these words on Zoomer Radio. Daffodils and daisies, bluebells and begonias, 
Forsythia and foxgloves, marigolds, magnolia, lavender and lupins, dahlias, delphiniums, stalks, fox, hollyhocks, tulips and sweet williams. You've picked the right place for everything floral. This is The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin, exclusively on Zoomer Radio. And the sous chef at the garden, Frank Proctor, saying one more time, hey, pinch hitting for Charlie today is Dennis Flanagan from Landscape Ontario. Just quickly, uh, I know you're involved in so many areas with Landscape Ontario, but one surrounding the uh, botanical gardens you want to yes, get a little note uh, on. Yes, very, very exciting. On, on June the 10th, the Toronto Botanical Gardens is celebrating its 30th uh, Through the Garden Gate Tour. Mm-hmm. And boy, you want to see an exclusive garden garden tour uh, in Rosedale and Moore Park. Uh, you get to visit some Absolutely wonderful, stunning, homes stunning and, yeah. secret gardens in behind those lovely houses. So, um, yeah, go on, uh, go on the Toronto Botanical Garden uh, website and look up June 10th through the garden gates, and uh, I'll be involved in that. Oh, very good, Dennis. Okay. And here in Toronto, welcome to the show. Good morning. Oh, good morning. Yeah. Hi. Go ahead. Oh, I would. I, I have the. Um, you know, as you know, the forsythia is in full bloom right now. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Can I take some cuttings for um, transplanting, and when can I do that? Yeah. Great. Great question. And uh, you know, we've talked about this uh, wet, wet weather and cool temperatures. And so there's always a, you know, a, a positive story. And the positive story is that things like uh, Forsythia and Magnolias are keeping their bloom much longer than they normally would. Yeah. Uh, you, usually you get into the hot temperatures and, and they overnight they lose it. So this is really very pretty around, uh, around the city watching these blooms. Question about the cuttings. Uh, yes, you, you can. They're fairly easy. Uh, again, what you want to take is uh, new growth, the tips of, of, of the plant. So uh, after it blooms, you'll find that some uh, new growth comes at the tips of the branches. Right, um, they're, they're, they're the green ones now. Yeah, take yes. those. Uh, the secret here is to take about a three or four inch cutting, uh, get as close to the bark as you can, mm-hmm. uh, make an angled cut. Uh, get some rooting hormone from a local garden center. It's just some white powder. You dip it in there and put them in little uh, little peat pots with uh, a cutting mix or a sand mix and uh, keep them in the shade, keep them watered. And hey, presto, magic uh, hopefully will happen. You'll get some roots and then you can uh, plant them out or give them away or sell them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I intend to give them away. But I thought maybe I could um, root them in water. I wouldn't, uh, to be honest with you. What happens is uh, pl- plants that root in water, the root system isn't as strong as mm-hmm. when you root it in, in some damp vermiculite, damp sands. Give it some substance to root into. Uh, that makes the transplanting of it a heck of a lot easier for whoever you're giving it, giving it away to. Okay, then. Thank uh, you so already? much. Very good, and thank you for joining us here on Zoomer Radio, AM 740, 96.7 FM in downtown Toronto. Uh, going to leave Toronto for a moment anyway and head out to Hamilton. There's Yasmin. Good morning, Yasmin. Good morning, Frank and Dennis. Morning. Dennis takes me back to the good old HGTV days. Yes. <laughs> yes, that was fun, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. It was great fun. I don't watch HGTV anymore. <laughs> but you've got a lovely gardening name. Yes. Jasmine. Isn't that nice? Remove the G from it. Yasmin. Oh, Yasmin. Sorry, I can't read the screen from Hogs. uh, Frank's hogging the the computer screen (laughs) over there. Okay, that's okay. (laughs) It is is a gardening name. Okay. (laughs) 
Uh, my question is the grass seeds. Uh, I know you mentioned this is the right time to put them in. I did plant, I did put them down last week. I have a feeling they've been washed away. Oh, done, yeah. Um, that That's going to happen with this torrential, like soft rain is wonderful. It, it pads yeah, the seed yeah. down. But if you've got flooding, uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, probably a neighbor about four houses down will have we'll a really green, green, <laughs> green lawn, thanks to you. Uh, so I, uh, I hate to tell you. It's again, so, is my question, or should I just fertilize, or what? what? No, I'll do it again. Yeah. Um, you know, grass seed isn't very expensive. So yeah. uh, get out there, uh, re- repatch it with, uh, you know, some top dressing again and, and reseed it. Uh, um the, the real secret with a, with a healthy, good lawn is the earlier you can get out there, the earlier you can get new yeah. seed germinated, yeah. it's going to help. So, um, yeah, and even, even if some of that old seed is sort of washed into uh, little uh, crevices in between the... It, it'll all come up. It'll all work itself it'll out. It'll probably be in my flower beds too, Oh, yeah. no, yeah. We'll get, if it is, uh, you know, catch it really early before they establish. As soon as you see any little... Uh, green spikes coming up. Uh, yeah. Get get uh, get your uh, hoe or, or um, little trowel, trowel whatever, little yeah. trowel, and get yeah, get, yeah. get get them out early. That's that's the secret. Okay, but now if 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 they are sprouting, I will need to mow the lawn with all this rain. Is that okay? Yeah, it is. Uh, it what is. what what you want to do the first uh, couple of cuts in the spring is is hire the yes. uh, bring them up, bring the That's the right. blades yeah. up so that okay. you're not scalping the lawn. The worst thing you can ever do. So, um, you you might find that in the spring, the first couple of cuts, you're doing it more frequently, but you're doing it higher. Higher, uh, yes. Yeah. What's the optimal uh, length? About two of and grass? a half, two and a half, three yeah. inches, uh, and most people. You know, we'd be cooped up in the winter, mm-hmm. we get out there, we fire up the lawnmower, and we try to cut that grass as low as we can. Well, no, worst thing that you can do. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. Thank Very you. good, yes. Lovely hearing your voice again, Dennis. Uh, good to hear you. <laughs> Thank you. And as a matter of fact, you were mentioning just before we went on air that uh, you're getting some of those old shows uh, yeah. from HGTV uh, and putting them on DVD. Yes, yes, Charlie. Char- I, I used to do uh, several shows on HG and, and uh, one with Charlie Dobbin called yeah. One One Garden, Two Looks. So uh, I'm having them all um, transferred, uh, transferred yeah. and I'll give Charlie a, a copy. And, and uh, She will be delighted. She can see the fun that we used to have together on yeah. that show. For sure. Okay, we're going to return and uh, say hi to Ida in Toronto in just moments. Here on Zoomer Radio, a quick reminder of phone numbers in Toronto, 416-360-0740. And anywhere in the province, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. And uh, we'll return in a moment. Don't change stations just because the weather changes. Garden tips and advice all year round. This is The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin, exclusively on Zoomer Radio. And Charlie, of course, in the Dominican Republic, soaking up the sun. A little something that we have not been able to do in our, <laughs> our neck of the woods. Yeah. Wow. What I bet, a I bet she's week. soaking up more than the sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got it right. You've got it right, Dennis. Well, let's go back to the phones here. Ida in Toronto. Hi. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. I'm glad Charlie is enjoying enjoying some sun that we're not getting. (laughs) Anyway, uh, the reason I called is about ants. Uh, Everyone has in their kitchen drawer, hopefully, powdered sage. Uh, When I first heard this, I thought this is crazy enough to work. 
It mm-hmm. does. Uh, when you see the ants start coming in, you sprinkle sage where they enter, like at your door frame at the front, at your side, whatever, mm-hmm. and they'll walk away from it. Yeah. I had someone put a deck in the back of my house where, you know, something had been sprinkled, and he came in laughing. He said, you won't believe this. He said, the ant came up to the sage. It made a U-turn and went back the other way. <laughs> wow, how about that? And uh, uh, w- when they come up in my patio, I just sprinkle sage and they're gone. What a great, uh, what an absolutely great. T- and that's the nice part about the garden community. They're very sharing people. Yep. So what a great call. Um, you know, and, and, and of course, uh, the nice part about that tip, that call, is it's completely organic, right? It's organic and most people have it in their house. Yes, well, what a super idea, Ida. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Okay, sage, powdered sage. Yeah, so, you've got, you, yeah. so you're going to grind it up, right? You're going to pick the leaves of the sage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, keep a couple for your roast lamb or whatever you're cooking that. <laughs> and, and, and grind the rest up in a kitchen grinder into a powder. And, um, yeah, great, great tip. I, di- I, did, I did know that. And also planting um, anise or aniseed mm-hmm. um, around doorways will help to deter ants. Too. Ah, there you go. Another little mm-hmm. tip. All righty. Elaine in Toronto, welcome to the Garden Show here on Zoomer Radio. Oh, good morning. Um, I'm calling about a Hoya plant that I've had for uh, about four or five years, and I just can't get it to bloom. Ah, with Hoya plants, it's always down to two things, light and fertilizer. Uh, it's a very high light plant. So what sort of window do you have it near? I have it uh, at an east window now. East. Uh, yeah, I try to move it into something a little brighter. Do you put it outside for the summer? Yes, I do. Beautiful. And it's never flowered outside either? No, it hasn't. And uh, apparently you have to let it dry thoroughly and let it uh, really thirst for water. I've tried yeah. that and that doesn't work. Yeah, um, so I think it's it's light. The other thing you might want to try is to get a, a tropical um, fertilizer that has a very high middle number, and that's the that's the phosphorus, which is what promotes the the flower growth on on a plant. So, um, a high middle number. Yeah. So when you're putting it outside this year, uh-huh. uh, get a, a what's called a water soluble. Um, high middle number fertilizer. You can get okay. it at just about any garden center. Um, and the first couple of waterings of, of the year, mix that up and see if you can get that beautiful Hoya to produce some flowers for you this year. And how often do I fertilize it? Um, if you can actually, every time, as long as you're doing it half strength fertilizer, so whatever it says on the directions on the package, cut that in half, and then every second watering you can use the fertilizer. Okay, that's great. I'll try that, and hopefully I'll get some beautiful blooms. Uh, I bet you will. Thank you very much. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for keeping in touch with us here on Zoomer Radio AM 740, 96.7 FM in downtown Toronto. And out to the east from downtown Toronto, let's head out to Scarborough. There's Elizabeth. Good morning, Elizabeth. Oh, good morning. Uh, Several weeks ago, I caught the end of a show, and I just wanted to confirm it. Something about spraying vinegar uh, on weeds and patio stones on a very hot day and doing it a couple of times. Is that, will that kill those weeds? Yeah, it, it, it will definitely knock them back, have an effect on them. Uh, what you've got to make sure is that you're getting horticultural vinegar. Oh. Um, yeah, which is stronger um, okay. than your usual table vinegar. You know, save that for your fish and chips. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, I thought that was going to be just so easy. <laughs> no, yeah, go, go <laughs> yeah, pop into your, your, your garden center. 
Uh, there's two things organically that they're selling nowadays, which is uh, vinegar um, and beet juice, uh, the juice of beetroots. And both of those have, a, have an effect on, on, on weeds and help, help to knock them back. Okay, but it has to be a hot day then, and you spray, and uh, that should... Well, I'm not sure hot. It has to be a dry day. Oh, okay. Uh, because you don't want it, you know, to be washed off uh, the sure. minute after you've applied it. So, um, yeah, at least a, a dry day. Um, uh, first dr- <laughs> shouldn't be saying that today, no. should I? <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't be doing it today. No, 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 but great question, and I'm glad, uh, glad you phoned back in to found, find the answer. Okay, thank you very much. Thank Bye-bye. you, Elizabeth. Nice to have you with us here on this Saturday uh, and uh, uh, cloudy skies. Well, we'll get a complete forecast along with the uh, news from Bob uh, Shepard in just a couple of moments. Uh, but we do have time to uh, get over to Hamilton. There's Betty. Good morning, Betty. Hello there. Hi. Yes, I was wondering, I've got um, grass seed from previous years in my uh, freezer, and I don't know whether it's advisable to use it or to start uh, off with fresh grass seed. Hmm. That's, a, that's a fabulous question. Uh, grass seed does uh, has, have the ability to stay dormant for a long time. Good for you for putting it in a freezer. Um, so that you're not wasting your time, um, I would take a few pinches of it inside the house, put it in a little uh, glass dish with some uh, potting soil, uh, put it in some heat, keep it moist, and see if it actually germinates just in that dish. Um, and it'll it'll come up within a week if if you if uh, it's still a vi- what we call a viable seed. Um, and then yes, go ahead and use it if if uh, after your little experiment you've got some uh, a little green mini lawn on your windowsill. All right. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us here on uh, this Saturday morning from uh, Zuma Radio. And gee whiz, Dennis, it looks like we're just about out of time here. Uh, time enough, though, to go over just a few salient points about where you uh, work, and that's Landscape Ontario. If you would uh, maybe repeat the uh, website, that's it's a valuable, I think, source for a lot of information. Thanks, Frank. It is. Yes, yeah, it's, it's landscapeontario.com, and anyone can go to it for several reasons, just getting um, information about gardening, about mm-hmm. landscaping. We have all sorts of information on there. Uh, we have a YouTube channel on there that you can get tips from. Um, also, you know, this is the time of year people are looking to get help in their garden. Mm-hmm. So we have a button on there that says find a member. Uh, you put in your postal code and, and magically up will pop 12 or 15 uh, people that are landscapers and garden centers in your neck of the woods. So it's a useful little, a little, useful little resource for people out there. Yeah, excellent. Okay. Well, on behalf of Charlie, thank you so very much. You're once again uh, doing a great job of uh, answering the questions from our listeners and coming up with some uh, new little bits of information along the way. Have yourself a wonderful week, Dennis. Thanks, Frank. You too. It's always a delight. You're, you're a super interviewer. Thank you. Well, now, there you go. Gee, and no money came along with that. Mm. Okay, I'll have to work on that part of it. Uh, Sebastian, thank you very much for doing all the fine work in the control room there. I'll be back, as a matter of fact, at uh, 1 o'clock through till 3.30 with Live in the City. We have a lot of uh, great music to play for you, timeless hits from Zuma Radio. And in the meantime, we'll leave you in the capable tonsils of Dave Rediger and Ellen Gelman and uh, Dave's Corner Garage coming up next after the news here on Zuma Radio. This has been an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. This has been an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740.
This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.